0: (laughs) Oksana Zabushko was talking to me, Ben Henderson, for that episode of Witness History.
1: Hello my heidi my Kitana Hotaka. Welcome to the panel, RNZ National, Wallace Chapman with you. Well swimming continues to dominate and none more so than Lewis Clairbert who beat out one of the world's swimming superstars, Chad LeClause, for the gold. Gary Hollywood, Lewis Clebert's longtime coach, is live from Birmingham just after four. We all need power, and goodness me, we all want our power to be cheaper. Consumer NZ latest satisfaction survey is more like a dissatisfaction survey or the need-to-know issues on power around quarter past four. And it became the symbol of the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games, the industrial bull. The panel talks to its creator this afternoon, and we are talking about some of the most mispronounced words, this was an office chat uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, bruschetta have I said it right tiramisu mischievous, mischievous prerogative uh, what really gets on your wick text me one." Zero one. I'd love to hear from you and what a song for 4.30 wait till you hear it in the category of why haven't I heard that song for years now our monohiri this afternoon Sarah Sparks founder of Sparks Consulting serving a cup of Maori equity and justice issues Sarah kia ora. lovely to have you on the program
2: kia ora katoro. is this for me it is
1: Come, come close to the mic, Sarah, so we can hear you. Uh, in front of me, I have a, um, what is it, a box in a beautiful um, satin pastel blue rhythm, rhythm, ribbon, and why I'm so excited is that here on the panel, we don't get so much as a crumb.
2: Oh, well, I brought so in monarchy for you. Can
1: I just quickly, if I just uh, go like this, open the, actually, no, I might have to wait till later because the ribbon's tied
2: quite tightly. <laughs>
1: But Sarah, thank you for that And we we have Chris Clark, the CEO of the Force Foundation Former Head of World Vision Kia ora Chris
0: Hello Wallace, kia ora Sarah Wallace, I bear no gifts, but I'm very happy to share your gift You've got nothing? (laughs) Well, wait,
1: wait. (laughs) wait till you see what it is But I'm sure it's going to be wonderful to this first this caught my eye on RNZ the town where you can buy your first home for $325,000 the national average of a house price has been dropping but still around 1 million what town are we talking about Westport Coati popula- population 4000 on the bank of the Buller famous for ponamu Coalfields, there's Westport Airport, it is small. And looking on Trade Me, I spotted an incredible homestead for just over six hundred K, the sort of place that might sell in Epsom for three to four million. So, the price is appealing for a number of people who want to change in the pace of life, but also attracted by some, let's just face it, some pretty incredible prices. With us is Damon Schwalger, who some may know as Nomad, a key figure in New Zealand's electronica scene. Damon, lovely to have you on the panel.
3: G'day, mate. How are you?
1: I'm very well. I hey, um, can actually
3: say 4002. I've got a couple of mates moving down from Rotorua <laughs> now. <else I> <laughs> F- Westport,
1: Kawatiri 4002. Thanks to there Damien. What made you and your wife shift?
3: Um, well, yeah, like, like you said, I was in the music industry for sort of 25 plus years, uh, you know, touring around, doing uh, gigs around the place and running a record label and keeping quite busy in the music scene. Um, and then I was getting a bit older and I thought I'd thought to myself, oh, I've got to make some money at some point, so I thought I'd venture into videography. Uh, popped down to my mate uh, Jeff Marsden, who used to own Havana Coffee Works, and, and lied and told him I was doing video and ended up doing a TV commercial for him, and it all kind of started from here, and, yeah, which was pretty cool. So, And then I, 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 we moved down here just because there wasn't anyone um, do, that ran a video production company in Buller. Um, there was a couple of things down the Hokitiba and Greymouth, so it was all kind of just moved down and just see how we go and it's just gone from strength to strength and now I'm booked out all the time and made wow. a, a really good clients so all over the coast and do a bit of work for TVNZ, and a lot of workshops and it's still a bit of music probably do two gigs a year but
1: <laughs> how much did you buy your house for
3: um, at the time we got it for 240 thousand um, the big there was a private sale. Um, the guy we bought it off wanted two seventy, and I said, well, listen, we'll give it two forty, and you pay for the legal fees, and we've got a deal. And um, never heard back from him for a week, and then all of a sudden he got in touch and said, let's do this. So I was <laughs> pleasantly, pleasantly surprised.
1: We'll bring our panellists in very shortly, Damon, but I've got to say, I thought, yeah. well, heard heard moved to Westport? Went to the trade me yesterday night. Um, yeah. I saw a house that's just blown me out of the water. It is the most beautiful homestead for $660,000 yeah. I've seen. I'm oh, wow. kind of tempted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey,
3: there's Se- more and more good pe- people moving down here, and I tell you what, it's, it's taken me and the wife a little bit of time to meet the local community and work out, work out who your mates are, but I tell you what, it's bloody tight. It's, it's worth it.
1: Sarah Spaz, yeah, tight, moving tight. to a small town.
3: Yeah, that's right. And What yeah, do you reckon? I've just turned 50, so it's, uh, it was, it was, it's good timing.
2: <laughs> I would in a heartbeat. I'm a country girl, farmer's daughter, so and I can work – anywhere the the only reason that I'm here in Parmacare is because our youngest is in his last year at high school so you would absolutely yeah. I would and and to be to be honest um, I prefer being in the more rural environment anyway than urban even though I live in an apartment in the middle of the city okay yeah yeah well,
1: I'm gonna have to show you this house <laughs> it's quite
0: amazing
2: I know, it gorgeous. it's gorgeous. I mean
1: seriously
0: um, Chris. Well, we've lived in small town and absolutely love it, um, so much so, because the difference between small town and big town is you've probably only got one of something. So you've got one supermarket, one cinema, one cafe, and that's the joy of it because actually you get to meet everybody. And so there's a much greater sense of community than you get in these very large cities like Auckland or Wellington. So, yeah, uh, like
1: Sarah, we'd be back into small okay, town New Zealand really? as soon as we could. But here's the deal, Damon. I mean, don't you miss yeah. the buzz of a vibrant urban environment. I mean, here you are. You're one of... New Zealand's key electronic artists stuck in Westport. (laughs) I mean, seriously,
3: Um, come on. I wouldn't say stuck, but um, they they have direct flights to Wellington. So I was up in Wellington last weekend, um, put on on a big event up there with my friend Tim Budgen, who does a lot of visuals for Shapeshifter. And um, it was amazing. We go over to Christchurch. I'm off to Christchurch this weekend just to catch up with the Grinnell family and okay. so but between me and the wife I think it's probably every sort of two or three weeks we're actually either in Nelson Wellington over in Christchurch heading down to France joseph so we do travel quite a bit um, and I think that's the key, key for us is actually kind see. Of, we do love being here but it is really important to get out of town and go and get, eat some really good food and pay heaps, heaps of um, the tra- tra- parking meters you know pay the parking meters for a, a couple of days and then you're like really definitely ready to get home So,
1: <laughs> just a question Damon though and a question close to my heart Yep. yep. Can you get a good coffee?
3: <laughs> oh, I tell you what, some of the best coffee I've had in New Zealand is in Buller. <laughs> and I, no, no, and I'm no. Not no. Like. Honestly, so, seriously. So we've got we've got a little place. There's a little. There's a place called Epic, and they have like a little um, coffee caravan called the Nook just outside it, and they do amazing coffee. That's part of my daily routine. We've also got the West Coast, West, West Coast Pie Company. Uh, Emily doing the doing the um, the pies there, and they've got Havana coffee there. And there's um, Also, Fanaki and uh, Jay's Cafe, they do amazing coffee. So I'm a a bit of a coffee (sighs) You're selling me, Damon. You're (laughs) selling me to Westport. My my wife is an ex-barista, so she's very (laughs) (laughs) picky as well. (laughs) I'm actually
0: quite amused now. Yeah, I would have thought Radio New Zealand, probably needs an outpost in Westport, doesn't it, Wallace? You could do all the show from
3: there. I like
2: the paradox. I like the paradox <laughs> of living where you are, and um, but also, you know, the work that you do that connects in with the urban beats. So it, it's yeah, great. It's I got know. a real twist yeah, to it. I
3: yeah. and I love it. and there's a lot of a lot of hidden little pockets of gems down here. And and, and to jump in the car and go do some work down in in Greymouth or Hokitika, driving down that coast road, I'd rather be doing that than the uh, the the, hot, the motorways up in Auckland. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damon <laughs> it's great to have you on and it's good to know Not that you're thanks, still producing mate. great music cuz I'm a bit of a fan of the the old nomad so oh, um yeah.
3: Have you, I'd, better, I'd better
1: drop box you the whole entire um, back catalog, eh? I'll pay for a CD. How about that? No,
3: don't be silly. CDs don't exist anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> me. I'll tell you what. do with Wallace you Chapman. You in
3: <laughs> next.
1: I will, actually. I'll, cu- I'll come down and have a coffee with you, eh? Well, how oh, about that? Great. Yep,
3: yep. Direct flight to Wellington. Perfect. Good on you. That's
1: David <laughs> Sharaga there um, and uh, living living the life. Here I Okay, my first gift of, of 2022. It's uh, by Sarah Sparks, and I've just opened a box. The Blue Ribbon's open. Dumped. Dun, 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 and oh, Ooh, stop that. Nice. Look at that, Chris. There's lots of them. Chocolate <laughs> yeah. chippy biscuits yeah. made by me. Oh, kia ora, Sarah.
2: Today. Thank you. It's my manaki for the cope Thank
1: you. Thank you very much. All right. They are going on the RNZ table uh, <laughs> in uh, the Photokai. Thank you very much.
2: Kia ora. All right. It is
1: time for I've Been Thinking, Sarah Sparks. Take it away.
2: Well, I have been thinking about my English teacher, Mrs Newman and uh, and I have got so uh, much gratitude for her identifying that I could actually write way back when. In the early 80s And the gift that she gave me In terms of having that faith and trust And confidence that I could write And string a sentence together In fact I recall going round to her place In the weekends For little tutorials And for essay competitions And fast forward uh, now Where I'm 52 years old And I write for the media And uh, use that, that tool The pen So the nobility of teachers is underrated and, you know, to express it to someone who's in her 80s now is really important. In fact, I'm mm-hmm. due to go back down to Christchurch because I was at Christchurch Girls High School when I met Mrs. Newman and um, I'm due to go home to take her out for lunch and uh, to say thank you so much because, you know, there's been periods in my life where i uh, I've had to rely on the pen to get myself through to earn money to look after my farno. So what she did was pivotal and uh, I just find that truly inspiring. Oh, the, teachers are inspiring. The
1: the, the 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 warmth, the heart of a teacher who cares. Exactly. And see something in you that you might not have seen in yourself at the time.
2: Totally. That, that's it in a nutshell Saw the value that I couldn't see myself So, How
1: old, how old were you then then? Was it 11 or so? Uh,
2: I was 14, 14 14, 15 And we have kept in touch on and off And the old girls down in Christchurch Have told me that uh, She's still alive So um, it's been a couple of years Since we've actually corresponded But I'm keen to go home to God, Take her out for a cup of tea
1: I love it And I love the fact that you you're still in touch
2: Oh, yes. I'm a letter writer. And again, she taught me the power of the pen.
1: Yeah, Sarah as well. Thank you for your time. And I've been thinking. Chris Clark, take it away.
2: Well,
0: well, it's a similar sort of theme to Sarah. I've been thinking about (laughs) thinking and especially how we get to choose our attitude to life. And I guess what's prompted that is I've been listening to the stories of the gold medal athletes at the Commonwealth Games. And as they tell their story, they all tell a similar story of overcoming adversity of setbacks of mental health challenges of physical challenges of extraordinary sacrifices of self doubt and so on and yet now they're standing on the podium and they're listening to their national anthem and and i imagine that as kids that's perhaps what inspired them watching their heroes be they swimmers or runners whatever it was standing on that podium to the national anthem and that's them today uh, that inspires me, but actually I'm more inspired, in fact, by those who ran fourth or swam seventh yes. and never actually get to stand on the podium. Yet they make exactly the same sacrifices uh, and have so little to show for it uh, compared to their more illustrious uh, cousins. So they'll oh, go Speaking home.
1: from the heart this afternoon, both <laughs> of you, that's amazing. I've thought about that often. What if you came fourth, yeah. but you put in the hard yards? Yeah. What if you came fifth, you didn't get the certificate?
0: Yeah, and this is the thing that really strikes me. I think they're the real heroes of the games because there's three things they keep saying. And I think what a wonderful sort of theme for life. One of the first things they say is, I gave it my best. Now, what what can you ask more than actually someone who gives it their best? Secondly, I was a great teammate. I did it for the team, and that's really, really powerful. And then thirdly, I was proud of my country. And it seems to me those three attitudes are so what we need now in this nation as we're going through this remarkably uncertain time of angst and anger and uncertainty, and we're not quite sure what's been and what's likely to come. But an attitude which says, I gave my best. I stood up for my mates, and I'm proud of my country. It's not a bad way to live a life, You're not a bad course. attitude to choose. Really
1: cool indeed. Um, a lot of response coming through regarding uh, both mispronounced words. What, what word really gets on your work regarding mispronunciation? We talk about that 25 past four. Uh, is it bruschetta or bruschetta? Someone will know. Um, schedule is often pronounced incorrectly. It should be schedule, not schedule, of course says Michael, is it? And regarding coffee, well, the coffee lovers are coming up from Westport. Kawateri Coffee from Westport is epic, my absolute favourite. And Russell says, since your last guest mentioned names, Scarlett and Co. have the best coffee on the whole coast. Absolutely awesome. Lot to discuss today. Sarah Sparks and Chris Clark stay with us. Four to five right here on the panel, are international.